0: Ooh, baby, ha ha ha. Oh, we back at it again, boys. Ha ha ha. It's me, and it's Spencer, and that's who me is, and it's Jeff Davis, and also we got Kevin Day here, babies. Welcome back to That Happens, the number one and the number only Harmontown recap episode podcast. That's right. We're going to listen to all the episodes <laughs> of Harmontown. Give us our hot takes, the inside information, get inside the minds of ourselves in the past. It's the, baby. It's the
1: only podcast where we actually just replay another podcast and we don't do anything we just cash in on that sweet harmontown gold and without further
0: ado let's let's hit him with episode one (laughs) achieving weightlessness (laughs) wouldn't that be great that's that's like a patreon tier is like we just listen to harmontown you'd have to pay me a lot to do that
1: (laughs) and 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 I, this is not to be disparaging to to any or all of our Harmontown fans out there, but I think there's people who would listen to a podcast where we just replayed a podcast that they already have because oh uh, yeah,
0: we could definitely do like a director cut like I commentary. mean
1: I just think that's how lonely the world is right now is that we would actually just eat reheated ice cream uh if if can you eat, can you reheat ice cream? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I it's, I think they gotta heat it during pasteurization. Spencer and just uh, to to disparage uh to disparage our, our Harmontown listening audience. Hey, you fucking suck. A whoa up. shit so just <laughs> uh, you know, in case we wanted to get both sides.
1: View, views expressed by Spencer Crittenden do not necessarily reflect uh the policies of that happens pod dot organization dot <laughs> i I think that uh look it, it i don't know how like in 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 a timeline right that we that we live in right now, Spencer, you and I are doing what is either the second or third episode, and yet we have still not even dropped this yet, so we are still living in another right. region of we're not quite a podcast, we're only a podcast in theory yeah,
0: and there's uh, still which time makes to it work. extra exciting it's it's very exciting
1: <laughs> we We could let's just get all the racism out right now. Let's just let's just let's just drop all the c bombs and all the n words and just 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 set this fucking house on fire right off the bat.
0: Yeah, if we have a big fight, we want to get in that just blows up the whole podcast. We could like really speed up the whole process and get get out before we get in.
1: And by n word, I meant Fernette Bronca. It's got two Ns. I'm gonna have myself a little drink because whom I can. <laughs> Sometimes Spencer uh I go uh I have been drinking a little too much over the last few days. Mm. And uh I put a suit on like I've got on right now. This is my, my a very lovely suit from uh, Indochino that I had made. During the this, this was the first suit that I had had made by Indochino. Where you get a custom made uh suit. People hate the word bespoke. I don't know why they hate that word. It just means they're making it for you. Yeah and the day that i got it made yeah exactly the day that i got the suit made lockdown was declared and i did not get the suit for four months then i got the suit and i got nowhere to wear it so i'm wearing it for you people right now so cheers and as always
0: we are sponsored by indochino indochino we got suits for your boots Actually, Indochino does sponsor podcasts, and they would be a great sponsor. I mean, they make quality, uh, quality threads, baby, you know, custom fits, custom I, I, cuts. I,
1: again, we, we, we are too nascent and too young a podcast to already have sponsors. I'm assuming Miandi's is going to come back at us because didn't we just sell all the underwear in the world? I hope so. But uh, Indochino, it's a place that you go to like in a mall, and a dude with an iPad measures you up. And you get like three fittings, and then you get a suit, and they're 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 quite reasonably priced, and they're very well done. Also, yeah, look I at this. Thought, I don't know if you can read this.
0: What does it say? Jeff B. Davis.
1: Jeff B. Davis on the inside. You can pick your linings. It's very exciting. I got I got a three piece situation going on. Uh, speaking of Frenette Bronca, I'm wearing my Frenette Bronca tie clip right now because um, look, if I can't get a sponsorship from Frenette Motherfucking Bronca, then they're they don't know what they're doing over there in Milan, Italy.
0: Yeah, of course, I have my sights set lower. I want to be sponsored by Magic Spoon because I love the taste of cereal, but I don't love all that sugar, Jeff. And Magic Spoon, they got no sugar. They got two net carbs and all the protein you could ask for. It's packed full of protein. These are practically proteins. They come in four different flavors as well as two special limited edition flavors peanut butter and cinnamon.
1: That could be fun. We're also sponsored by. We're also sponsored sponsored by Monsanto.
0: <laughs> Monsanto. Don't plant our seeds unless we <laughs> unless you pay us money first or we'll fucking sue you into the
1: dirt. You pieces yes. of shit. Monsanto. We, we ruined food for everybody forever. Go fuck yourself. We'll see you in court. Monsanto.
0: <laughs> Monsanto. We'll see you in court.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monsanto. It's, it's French. It's French for my Santo.
0: <laughs> and so I'm sure the viewers are asking, Jeff just had a drink. Will Spencer have a drink? And I don't I don't think I will. But I do wow. have I still have some Earthshine in my closet, Jeff, that I had about one pull off of like uh, last week or something. It really sent me for a loop. Um but and but it made me want to do more. And so I might, you know, I don't it, smoke anymore. It, it, I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't smoke weed anymore. It you makes stop me smoking feel like weed? I'm gonna die. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm going to die. It makes my heart feel like I'm going to explode. I got one of these, what do you call it, a pulse oximeter for COVID. You could test to see what your blood oxygen level is, but it also tests your pulse. So I would smoke weed and feel like, oh, man, I feel like I'm going to die. And then I'd take my pulse and it'd be like, your pulse is like 250. And I'm like, I don't think my heart's supposed to beat that fast.
1: I think I might die. Yeah, I think, yes, you you might actually be like a, a butterfly. Yeah. That's 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 way too it's way too much.
0: It's yeah, my and pulse so, is a bit high, but yeah, that's it's not supposed to be like that. So I think I gotta stop smoking heart, otherwise, or pot, otherwise, my heart's gonna explode.
1: Is is it your mic, Spencer that's kind of popping a little bit, Kevin? Are you hearing that? There's a bit, there's a, kind of a little rattly, popping kind of in thing, or light? is it just my own ears?
2: Um, I'm not hearing yet.
1: Okay, hey, let's let's introduce our our, our producer and uh, friend extraordinaire. <laughs> All the way from somewhere outside of Chicago, Kevin Day. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm good. Uh, oh, let's yeah. let's check in. Let's get a let's get a COVID update. How, how is your health? Because <laughs> because uh, we thought we lost you for a while. Sp- Spencer had me very alarmed because we didn't hear from you for like 24 hours, and we just Sp- Spencer immediately went to he dead. He's he's dead. He's he a got, dead.
0: Man. I thought he got hit by a bus, but it, uh, last we heard, uh, <laughs> Kevin, when I heard of him last, he's mostly recovered, but he was smelling random whiffs of cigarette smoke, which seems to be a COVID symptom. Any new fun symptoms?
2: <laughs> no, still just that one, actually. Um, I just yeah. randomly smell cigarette smoke. I can be alone in the house, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, someone's smoking here. It's the weirdest. Yeah. Has, has it affected your dream life in any way? Have, like, do, you, do you remember your dreams? Um, I don't think it's mattered that much, but I'm sleeping so much more now, so I'm, I'm just dreaming a lot more now because I'm just sleeping all the time. Right. Still, like, you know, you- I got this back in November, and I'm still tired all the time. Do you, do you guys, I, I, I know
1: it's a very boring topic. Nobody ever really, really wants to hear what other people's dreams were. But I wonder, like, do you guys have recurring dreams? Do you guys have a recurring kind of,
2: uh, like, a, like, a motif that it keeps happening in your dreams? Uh,
0: you go first, Kevin.
2: Yeah, it's the most boring thing in the world, though. Um, like I, I used to work at a video game company and all of a sudden just in a random dream, I'll be back there in that office again. And it, you know, I could be dreaming that I'm on a cruise somewhere else. And then all of a sudden I'm back at this job I had in the nineties. And I have no idea. I'm sure some psychologist out there has a great theory about why that is, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I like interpreting Spencer? dreams. I can't really think of anything with that. I'd have to look that shit up, but um, I, I don't have very recurring dreams. Uh, I have a couple that I i have, Uh, which, uh, okay, so the first one is and this is just kind of a motif, but it's I'm driving a car and usually the brakes aren't very responsive. Like I have to really stomp with both feet on the brakes to, to get any like real braking action. And then also like sometimes I don't have access to the steering wheel or like the steering just doesn't work very well. Um, I've had a dream where like my brother was driving and then I was in the, the back seat of the car and I have to like reach over the seat to like do the steering wheel because he's not doing it right or whatever. Um, so I, and a lot of times I'll crash into something and then I'll get out and be like, God damn it. Like, this is going to be like five, $10,000. Like this is going to be such a big bummer. And then like, at some point I'm like, wait, this sucks too bad. This can't be real. And then I wake up. Um, but uh, according to dream interpretations, that means you are having worries about having not being in control of your life. So that's an interesting anxiety that seems yeah. to be occurring. What about you?
1: Did Did I ever talk about... Well, my, my maybe I've already spoken about this. I have every night, maybe maybe every night. Uh, I have a very active dream life, and I love it. And usually, it's a lot of fucking and fighting. For some reason, I'm James. I'm, I'm James Bond in my That's dreams. Awesome. There's there's a lot of illicit sexual encounters, and there's a lot of espionage, and uh, and I'm I'm usually on the run. But I'm also every t- every night, no matter what happens. At one point, I'm late for the show. And it's me wondering where my suit is. I don't have the suit. I don't have the tie that I need. And they're waiting for me to get to the lobby or get on stage every night. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's Again, it's a, it's a very boring recurring dream. Did I ever talk about Harmontown the one time I dreamt that my dick fell off? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar, my, but talk about that again. Yes, my, 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 my dick and balls just came off. I don't know if you're a big fan of Russian literature, Spencer, or Kevin, or... or, or our listening audience. Oh, I love Dostoevsky's
0: War and Peace.
1: Well, you were close. Uh, <laughs> there is a great short story by Nikolai Gogol called The Nose and the guy's uh, nose falls off and then starts getting more ladies than him. He sees his nose out in the town and with, with, with like hot chicks in a carriage. And I, I mean, it's a very it, it is kind of a metaphor for your penis, I think. Uh, right. And so in my dream, I don't know if this is me having been such a fan of Nikolai Gogol or what, but my dick and balls came off in kind of one neat, like kind of Lego package. Like there was a, it it was not like a bloody affair. It was just, they just kind of came off like, like, uh, like if Ken from Ken and Barbie's dick just came off and he was just smooth. Right. And I had, but I had my dick and balls and I couldn't put them back on. There was no way to re-adhere my, my package to the rest of me. And so I just kept my dick and balls in my in my suit pocket, <laughs> and just kind of walked around town, sad, sadly, knowing that I I still had a dick and balls, but they were just in my pocket, and they were of no use to me or anybody else. Yeah, that so,
0: definitely sounds symbolic. Why don't somewhere. you?
1: What, I, I, I'm going to put your uh, your your dream interpretation medal to the test right now, Spencer. What do you think that says about me, or said okay. about me back in 1995, or when it? Whenever I mean, I'm reason. sure
0: that has to do with like uh, insecurity about like failing, failing virility, failing like you're kind of machismo, you're kind of like groove, you know, it feels like, you know, you're you're like, oh, am I, am I passing my prime? Am I losing kind of like speed in social situations? Um, is I, I just looked up the other two dreams that you guys had and I found some stuff that's interesting for Kevin old job being back in your old job is related to dwelling in the past and having kind of like the ghosts of your past haunting you. Um, so that's an interesting one. And Jeff, when you said, what was, what was your dream? It was fighting. Fighting has to do with repressed rage and anger. Um, being late for a show has to do with, um, like wanting a change of pace and losing your clothing has to do with, uh, financial insecurity or worrying about wealth. So I don't know if that means anything to you, and we can cut all of that out if, if that's uncomfortable. But that's what no. I, found. I mean,
1: I, I I I think all of that is totally accurate. I am unemployed. I am not working, and I mean, I'm I'm financially sound. I'm okay, but I I don't like not being able to go out and make money. Yeah. So every night it's me. It's me finding my missing clothes. Mm-hmm. So
0: so yeah. I mean, I think
1: that. I just googled
2: uh, penis falling off dream meaning Mm -hmm. and it says that might symbolize a desire to escape responsibilities of adulthood and go back to being a kid oh okay again this is
1: all kind of right right on the money one time I dreamed I was Gilligan from Gilligan's Island and I was fucking uh, Marianne Mm -hmm. and this and the professor kept the professor and the skipper kept barging in and trying to uh, and I hate the word cock block but it's kind of it's apropos (laughs) They kept coming in there because the professor, especially the professor, but also the skipper, they were very jealous that I, as Gilligan, and again, I was not Jeff Davis in a Gilligan hat. I was, uh, what's his name? Bob Denver. And I was Gilligan, and I was getting it on with Marianne, and the professor and skipper were just doing everything they could to fucking salt my game. Damn, That's terrible.
0: Why do you not like (laughs) Cockblock?
1: I just, I don't know. Cockblock bothers me. Okay. I guess, Um, I guess I, I associate the word when I think of the word, someone says you're cock blocking or you're, I think it's usually a guy that says that who probably should have been cock blocked. It was usually an asshole
0: for sure. So I just,
1: I associate, I just looked up that
0: dream and it, and it says that you are, are, (laughs) are worried about creating inventions through coconuts. So that, that could be what that means. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know.
1: It's, I, funny, you say, it's funny you say that, because I, I, I've been trying to get a transistor radio working through coconut energy for, I think, 20 years. and I'm just having no luck with it. Yeah, it's weird. That, that, that makes that, so that, much
0: sense yeah, now. Yeah, it's weird that that was so back of mind for you. But they I
1: couldn't. I mean, I know it's hack. I, uh, I know it's hack, but they couldn't fix the boat. The dude had a radio made of coconuts.
0: Yeah, make a coconut he could boat. Have made they a float, rocket. float anyway. Coconuts float. Yeah. Make a like,
1: coconut boat. Make a yeah. coconut <laughs> boat.
0: I'm sure they tried
1: that. Coconuts are basically boats. Yeah. Coconuts are seed boats. Yeah. They're a seed boat. <laughs> I've heard of
0: a seed boat. Not a but speed a boat. boat. They're a seed boat. Yeah, we had a similar a jokes out. there. Uh, but but so I, I, I um shit. I'm talking like I'm having like a Dan style stutter but oh I think there's limits to um like the ability to interpret dreams through symbolism and a lot of like dream tropes just come from your like real life rather than like you know if you saw a cat you might see a cat in your dream it doesn't necessarily mean anything so there's limits to it but I find like when you look up dream symbols they often like have some sort of meaning that kind of tracks so I love looking that stuff up you know there's a lot of people who don't believe in like dream symbol interpretation at all and I think you got to take it with a grain of salt but at the same time I think there's more more to it than a lot of people like want to dismiss personally.
1: I, I, I did too. I don't know. Have either of you ever gone to therapy? I've never had like an actual therapist. Do you guys, have you ever done that? I went to Kevin therapy. That's no. why
0: I cut my hair and my beard. Do you remember when I talked about on Town I went to the therapist okay. and he was like, you gotta, you gotta cut that beard man and maybe get a better job. Like, you know, why don't you wear uh, button up shirts? <laughs> well,
1: what, what does it say now that your beard is totally back? It's
0: not, it's uh, It's still, I don't know, it's, what is it? It's, like this is maybe an inch long or something. I'm probably going to shave it again. Now that it's cut, like one of the reasons I didn't cut it was because it's like, well, it's like seven inches long. So if I ever want a seven inch long beard again, it'll take so long. So it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to like commit to a decision that hard, but now that I've cut it before, it's like, yeah, I never really loved it being long. It just happened, you know? So I, I, I like it. I like it shorter. Generally. Um, I don't love shaving. It's a hassle, you know, but I don't, I don't mind shaving it so much.
1: Yeah. Sh- sh- shaving is bullshit. I, 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 yeah. I it, my hair, as you see, as you see my hair, I don't know what's going on with this. this it looks I look, great. I, I, I don't know what's happening.
0: I love it. I think, think you well, look so hot. Know. You look like a classic hot guy.
1: Thank you, thank you, Spencer. Yeah, man. my dream now is going to be about me and you uh, looking for my suit with my dick in my hands tonight. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm glad I can't grow a proper beard because I have I grow a very I don't grow hair here around my, the sides of my mouth, so I get the goatees, patchy on. mutton chops, and and I get kind of a weaselly used car salesman mustache and kind of a Johnny Depp s- scraggly thing here. Without the spousal abuse, because yeah. he's a wife beater. Well, I hear that that's fake. Also, <laughs> it is, is. That's what I've heard. Do you know that Johnny Depp is also sponsored? He's also sponsored by Monsanto. Oh no, uh, Monsa- Monsanto will beat the shit out of the you uni- uh, out of the environment. <laughs> I'm Johnny Depp for Monsanto. I know I should stop.
0: That's a, that's the
1: whole thing. Look again, we're can't we're canceling this podcast before it even starts, so none of this really matters at all. I'm you, you know, Depp. I'm very excited about. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to hear your Johnny Depp sponsorship for Monsanto. While I'm I pour Johnny myself another Depp,
0: drink, sponsored by Monsanto, and you know, a lot of people ask me, Johnny Depp, where do you get all your accessories that you keep on your various arms and appendages? <laughs> well, they're homegrown by Monsanto, a bobble plants. The bobbleberry oh. from Monsanto. You can't grow it buy my baubles that's the only way to get it on sale now at monsanto.com monsanto we'll see you in court (laughs) is that what he sounds like i was just aping your uh impression
1: i i I, I don't know i don't know who we both sounded like there it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't johnny Depp. i saw him play with marilyn manson on halloween Mm -hmm. again a story I'm, i'm sure i've told other people I'm probably on Harmontown, but I, I I was dressed up as I usually did. I was dressed up as Jareth from uh, Labyrinth <laughs> for Halloween because we'd had that competition, me, Aaron, McGathy, and Dan Harmon, to who could have the best Jareth costume. I certainly won. And I wore that thing basically for four Halloweens in a row. Wow. It lives in my closet over here, and it really could go to the dry cleaners. But uh, <laughs> I wore it to a Marilyn Manson concert, and Johnny Depp got on stage... Um, kind of unheralded. I don't really feel like the audience was clamoring for a Johnny Depp appearance. Mm-hmm. He came out with a very nice guitar. I think it was like a Les Paul, like a Gibson situation. He had either not been to soundcheck or didn't know how sound works because he was playing a <laughs> completely different song. And look, I'm not saying I'm in great shape right now, but he was puffy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a little puffy myself. Uh, Covid style, but Johnny Depp came out there and was absolutely useless. And it, it, the the icing on the cupcake of oh Johnny Depp's on stage came off quickly, and mm-hmm. the the, the crowd was almost instantly like, let's get Johnny Depp out of here and get back to Marilyn Manson. Not even a good band. Yeah, <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Speaking of speaking of being in hot water right, right now, Marilyn's really in the Marilyn's in the broiler right now. I can't believe he kicked. He kicked out Jordy White, uh, Twiggy, the the longtime bass player, back in the day when he got too would And this is early me would days, I think. And he tossed out Jordy. Whether right or wrong, I don't really know the details about it. I know that Jordy used to be uh, a a very, you know, addicted drug addict and, and was pretty wild. And has changed a lot and has been sober forever. And did he deserve it? That's up to you to decide. But I remember thinking, there's no way that Manson isn't guilty of everything, <laughs> the, the, the same stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's kind of a ballsy move to go, you're out of here for treating women wrong. Like, yeah. like really? That's, that's, that, that, that's going to come and get you.
0: I will not have this uh, under as, my roof. Uh,
1: yes. Uh, Marilyn Manson, also sponsored by Indochino.
0: <laughs> Indochino. Suits so good, you could suck your own dick. But uh.
1: oh, boy, especially um, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. I'm very excited about our podcast. That happens is happening, mm-hmm. even though it hasn't happened yet. That happens threatens to have happened exactly. at some point. <laughs> if I can use the the pluperfect or whatever tense of a verb that was um, <laughs> one bit of business that we do have to tend to today is we are going to generate my new d d character and we're doing five. E. What, what are we doing? Yeah,
0: 5e, the newest D&D edition. Uh, who knows if a new one will come out anytime soon? People are saying it might, but I hope not. I hope it takes some time.
1: But, uh, it's the yeah. magic spoon of D&D editions. Um, <laughs> it's got no sugar. I, I asked, uh, on a, <laughs> would you say it has five net net sugars?
0: <laughs> it has two net carbs, which, you know.
1: Two uh, net carbs,
0: yeah, I think net carbs are total carbs minus fiber because fiber is a carb, but I think it doesn't like really hit your gut the same way or it's not bad for you. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think it's better to, to have on the box net carbs instead of gross carbs because nobody <laughs> wants to see that. But we're, since I, I, I asked on a previous non-aired yet, as far as we're concerned right now, episode of That Happens, um, the only podcast you'll ever need that I, I asked on Twitter to help people give me a character suggestion for my new D&D character. And not because he's a friend of mine and an ex-roommate, but Derek Mears, um, famous hairless monster and just all-around good person, gave me the suggestion of something I'd never heard of before, a tabaxi. Am I saying that right?
0: Yeah, tabaxi. Well, I think you're saying it right, at least. I don't know right. how to say any of this shit. Okay. But yeah, they're a cat person, Jeff.
1: A cat person, and he also su- suggested Swashbuckler, which appeals to me because I like playing rogues. I think most of the characters I played with you, Spencer, have been roguish by yeah. nature.
0: It's your, but it's a tabaxi-
1: Thank you. I I did a little researching. I just <laughs> no. burped. That burp was brought to you by Monsanto <laughs> and Fernet Bronca. I-, I I did a little Tabaxi research. Will somebody call me Tabaxi. Sure. Uh, I, I wrote down a couple of things because, you know, I'm a note taker, Spencer. I don't know if you've ever seen me in Harmontown as Comptroller, oh, yeah. but I like to take notes. Tabaxi's are curious travelers, Spencer. They're, they are gatherers of tales and they want to see the world's wonders and leave no legends or secrets unfound. I, oh. I love this. And so I, I'm going to be a swashbuckling kitty cat or at least cat humanoid. Is that, is that the deal?
0: Yeah, a cat... Oh, oh no, I opened something. Yeah, a cat humanoid. A cat person. A cat man.
1: I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, bi, I'm bipedal, right? I walk, I'm, I walk on my hind legs, right? Like, yeah, a, like, a, but, like a person.
0: I mean, you know, that's really up to you. You could do a whatever. But yeah, tabaxi typically walk on their hind legs.
1: Okay, so I'm going to be a sexy kitty cat uh, swashbuckling all over the, jo- the, the joint... The I, don't know, I don't know why I, I went to Queens all of a sudden. I love <laughs> the joint. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be a Queens tabaxi. Sure. Uh, tabaxi. So <laughs> I, I don't want, I don't, here's what I don't want, Spencer. I don't want people to consider me puss in boots because I'm, I'll, all I can picture is puss in boots. Right. And so- I want to be a much more dazzling, a dazzling figure. Like I, I want to be a little bit more Errol Flynn-esque maybe kind of in a spanish like uh corsair uh like a you know like a spanish pirate like like in, like a nice a nice pirate suit and i, I and i i've also chosen weapon if, if i'm allowed to without you having rolled anything Probably, for me yeah. i do want a rape. i do want a rapier and not not that shit ass dagger that they gave boneweevil the animation department on harmon <laughs> quest that was never for me a fucking rapier yeah that was a piece of shit dagger.
0: Yeah, you know, well, early uh, on, I didn't have that's, a lot that's of... a flaming dagger. I didn't have a lot of, uh, yeah. of... Well, I probably had a lot of pull, but the first season, I didn't, like, know how to throw my weight around so much. And then also, Dan was in the first season, so I felt like I always had to take a back seat to him. Uh, but, you know, as we went on... But then, you know, there was kind of visual things established that we didn't fuck with too much.
1: I, I'm pretty sure if I had been in the building and said, make it look like a rapier, not a dagger, they would have gone, okay. That would have been that. And then now I, Bone Weevil would have been walking around with a shit ass dagger.
0: Yeah, I didn't know how easy it was back then in the in the olden days.
1: I have a lot of I have so much this is why I dream about my dick falling off, everybody. It's whereas, my sword should have been bigger. Right. Yeah. You see what's happening? This is what it's you're looking for. A, a lot of penis hang-ups going on over here. <laughs> One time I had a dream where I was sucking my own dick. Sure. I was I was going down on a girl. I was going down, I know I've told this in Harmon but I just don't care. Uh, because unlike other people, I, have, I don't remember Harmontown. <laughs> I was there, <laughs> but only kind of in concept. And I had a dream where I was going down on a very attractive gal. And then all of a sudden, instead of uh, a vagina, it was my dick. And I started sucking my own dick attached to this woman. Sure. And I was not, not super into it. But I thought, I'd, I don't want to be homophobic. So I had to finish the job. Right. I'll let you, Kevin, uh, please Google away and find out what that means. I mean, that's, I'm, I think we know what it means. I have, uh, I've got issues.
0: Oh, I just looked it up and it says, uh, Jeff, that was no dream. So, <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> that that's was a, no dream? That's a fun callback, right?
2: Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: that, that was no dream. Yeah.
2: Okay. Dream so. Encyclopedia says that means you need some true love and care. You're expressing a desire to escape from your daily responsibilities.
1: Okay. okay we get back to that yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ this is we're we are not
0: looking always. anything up we're just bullying you <laughs> we're just like you know that,
1: <laughs> you guys that you're a, a piece of dick. shit yeah. yeah it means you're a fucking dick <laughs> uh, that's awesome um
0: but yeah, do, do, do we want to try and crack into the character creation situation? Oh, so okay, if you're so, tabaxi, what color, like, you know, cats have like colors and coats and stuff. What kind of color do you think you'd be like a, a like a, a like, pro, like if you're going away from Puss in Boots, probably not orange like my cat, but you know.
1: No, I, I, I'm thinking more like kind of a, a bluish black, like a, like a jaguar. Like That's a, what like, I was like thinking. Like a panther. Like, yeah, there you go like uh we're on the same page
0: not like mr Mistopheles, but like like one of those one of the there's one of these cats and cats the movie right that kind of looked like that let me see i
1: still haven't seen it yeah
0: i didn't either oh speaking
1: of speaking Uh of cats when, when, when i was when i was on broadway when i was a kid uh i was 10 and 11 years old across the street at the winter garden theater uh the musical cats had just opened (laughs) <laughs> so I loved that show because it's really for kids. It's it's a stupid play, uh, but if you're a kid, it's awesome. And I've always wondered what my what my fetish was for girls in like shiny tight, like spandex or lycra or latex or like tight shiny clothes. It was from the fucking play cats. There was a girl in, in well, I forget what the cat's name is, but she was the one with the kind of the short blonde hair. And I met her backstage, and again, I was prepubescent, so I was not even sexually, like, activated. And yet, I remember seeing her and going, ooh. And to this day, just shiny, tight clothes. I I blame Cats for that. I have not seen the movie Cats. I've heard that you're supposed to, like, do mushrooms or take acid and watch it and have a real freak out.
0: Yeah, it seems to have been a movie that was made almost solely by people that didn't understand that Cats was just well-known to be this terrible, awful thing. And they're like, oh, man, Cats, I've heard so much about Cats. This is going to be great. It's Cats. And it's like, no, what Cats was, was bad. So what this is going to be is bad.
1: What Cats, I think if you're an adult, the, the, the main appeal of Cats, I would reckon, would be that the song memory, which is the end that's sung by uh, right. is it Griselda, the cat, and she sings uh, midnight na, 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 moonlight, uh, she sings memory. And that song is very, very good. Uh, the rest of it's really silly and I think kind of meaningless. But then again.
0: Yeah. No, the it's based on like the book of poems. Right. And it's just descriptions of cats. Like there is a kind of meta plot that happens, but it's like what the basis of it is. Look at this cat. He loves to fucking eat fish and look at this cat. He goes through the garbage and look at this cat. He's old by owned by an old man. And look at this cat. And it's like, then they made that into a musical. And then, you know, like it doesn't
1: need much plot. Were they were they T. S. Eliot poems? Who who were the
0: poems by? Uh, I think it was that guy, the same guy, right? Andrew Lloyd. I think it was yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, no, but
1: it was based off of old poems, and I want to say Eliot, but I could be wrong. Uh, be Elliot, I, yeah. I do know that the Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat.
0: <laughs> okay, is that all? That's all I is that all you got? Yeah, T. S. Yes. Eliot, and um, I think that was for his kid. Yeah. Like he wrote it for kids or something. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, uh, there was there was an actor, uh, one, one of the dancers, I think he was the lead dancer in the, in the male chorus of The King and I, uh, this great dude named Stanley. And we were on a, I think we were in Toronto. We just We had just been in New York. Then we went to Toronto. We were going back to New York, I think. And I was raving about cats and I was 10 years old. And I was like, it's the best musical in the world. It's, it's so exciting. They come, they, they, they break the fourth wall and they come out and dance around you. And the whole time, Stanley is kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I could tell he wasn't digging it. I'm like, what? And he goes, Jeffrey, he goes, I've seen it. And he goes, I hate cats. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, I know that you like it. And, I, and this is what I love about people in the theater. One of my favorite things about growing up in the theater is that they really don't treat children like children. They, 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 there's a lot of respect and they kind of treat you on even terms. And I was instantly heartbroken because I had just talked for five minutes about how much this is the greatest mu- musical of all time. And he goes, I don't like it. He said, I, I can imagine if I were 10 years old, I would think it was the best play in the world too. <laughs> And he goes, and I don't mean any disrespect. And I felt really crestfallen and felt really bad. But then after that, I thought, how cool of him to do that. I always thought of him with like, the highest respect for him to not pretend that he liked it because I was a child. He talked to me like an adult. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very classy thing for him to do. And uh, that really kind of was a, kind of a formative moment for me. It's like, oh, like, people in the theater talk to children like equals. And that's how you should always speak to children. I, I hate baby talk. When people baby mm-hmm. talk babies, um, it's hilarious when you talk to them like people. Because uh, they're often they're often as smart or as funny as you, and uh, and their opinions can be brutal. (laughs) Who's the Who's the Who's the comic? If 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 a kid tells you you're fat, you're fat, and that's it. I wonder. Okay, so um, fuck, who is it? it was an 80s comic it was like evening at the improv i don't know oh, well we'll get okay there. so how, how, how do we go about generating i, I do have my polyhedral dice here. are you, you going to do this for me uh if or you do got I this, do i get the luxury
0: if if you got 4d6s then that would be good um i'm no, you know I, I'm don't pretty have, generous. I,
1: I i only have two d i only have two d6s so i'll let you do it okay
0: so um, it. Yeah. we're going to roll stats and how I'm going to roll the stats. I'm going to roll 46. We're going to, we're going to re-roll any ones, and then we're going to drop the lowest number. So this is a relatively generous way to roll stats, but this is generally how I do it, because it's fun to have higher stats. I mean, I guess there's some can fun you, to have serious limitations too, but
1: what's up? Can you imagine how, can you imagine just, Spencer, take a moment, Kevin, just put yourself in the shoes, or in the, in the seat of one of our podcast listeners right now. How exciting this must be (laughs) to hear hear a guy roll dice for another guy so he can be a cat buckler, a a, a kitty cat swashbuckler. This is this is podcast fucking platinum.
0: Yeah, man. And it would only be better. I'm very excited. It would only be better if I rolled the dice in a way that the mic would actually pick up. But I'm almost certain it won't. So that's fun. Um, But yeah. Uh, Okay. uh, How about
1: this? I'll take I I have an I have an oversized D20. So when you roll, I'll just, I'll just make a clattering sound of dice that will I just kind of it. accompany what you're doing.
0: Let's uh, let's do a test okay. roll then so we can see how that goes.
1: All right. That's
0: perfect. That's exactly what we need. Okay. Um, okay, so what, what, what did you roll? Oh, what did you roll? Uh, so the first one's an 11, <laughs> so I'm going to write that in the
1: chat. Well, my D20 was a 19. I want that 19.
0: <laughs> I bet you too. <laughs>
1: That's impossible. Um, I rolled a nineteen, but, but but the other two are crap. So like, fuck it. No, I'll, I'll leave it to you, Spencer. I'm not right. going to affect this. Do you
0: want to keep rolling though? Because I'm not I going think to the sound design is good. Oh no, take your shot. Take your shot. <laughs> that's great. I can do um, two things at
1: once. I hope so.
0: <laughs> so we got a seventeen. Boy. So that's that's almost. <laughs> the oh, I rolled, that can get.
1: I rolled a twenty. I rolled a twenty. My D twenties are hot as. As a Mexican's lunch, I oh, got a 19 no. and I got a 20.
0: You know how Mexicans hate cold lunches. <laughs> oh man, never
1: Have you ever had Okay, I guess I guess ceviche is cold.
0: Never give like a Mexican that. a cold lunch. That's just that's just the rule. <laughs> All right, I rolled again. I okay. got a 16. Uh, so, I, do you want to roll again?
1: Another 19, Spencer. I'm fucking oh on God. fire over here.
0: Then we got a fourteen. These are good stats. No
1: wait, that, that was actually a ninety-one. I got a ninety-one. <laughs> That's a sixteen. Okay, I was fucking. <laughs> I don't know.
0: All right, go again.
1: <laughs> shit pistols. Okay, that went everywhere.
0: Shit pisses.
1: Okay. Shit pistols.
0: Oh, <laughs> shit go pisses. Ahead. All right, you got another fourteen. Yeah, shit.
1: Shit pisses doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Shit pistols, however.
0: Hey, you know shit pisses. <laughs> last one. Last one.
1: Okay. All right,
0: and Jesus Christ. Well, you are a protagonist of a one-player D&D game, so this is a 17 as well. These are maybe the okay. highest stats I've ever rolled.
1: It's almost like uh, my kitty cat swashbuckler is meant to uh, to kick a lot of ass.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, just to recap, we got 11, 17, 16, 14, 14, 17. So, again, these are really high stats. Um, Holy shit, we should go to Vegas. Yeah, as a, yeah we should. As a tabaxi, you get a plus two bonus to your dexterity and a plus one score uh, increase to your charisma. So we'll take that into account. Now we gotta assign these. Uh, we gotta assign these stats. So let's see here. We got.
1: Wait, I thought I had a PDF. Oh, oh, Look at you, Spencer. You have them all up up here in the in the chat on our Zoom. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I threw them into the chat. Okay. So yeah. um, again, let's 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 see what the, the, stats those, are,
1: those are. Those are. Those mm-hmm. are really good numbers. Yeah. No, um, I'm
0: blown away. These are maybe the highest stats I've ever rolled. I mean, they're not like you don't have any 18s, but 18 and 17 are basically like the same thing. Well, I guess they aren't, but they're good stats. Right. Um, so you're, you, the stats you get to pick from are strength, dexterity, constitution, in, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. So strength or dexterity um, and charisma are probably the highest stats for a rogue. They're the best stats. And they're also what a Tabaxi yeah, gets a bonus in.
1: Let's make those seventeens then.
0: Okay, so that would make you get a nineteen. Or shit,
1: or shit. uh
0: huh. You go. You go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you get a nineteen in no, six yeah. so, and an eighteen in charisma. Then, yeah. Okay. You could also put your sixteen in 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 dexterity because that would bump you up to eighteen without using up your highest two stats. If that makes sense.
1: That that that's what I was thinking. Let, let's let's use. Uh... You think dexterity should be my seven or my sixteen? Yeah, cause and it'll get a plus two and
0: that'll make it eighteen and eighteen and nineteen are functionally the same score, so it would just save you a little bit, okay. It's a bit more efficient. Gotcha.
1: so so so, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do dex is gonna be twenty it's gonna be twenty now with the bonus, right?
0: No, it's gonna be eighteen, okay, sorry. It's okay. Oh, because we did 16. Gotcha. Right. And I'm tracking this too. So, And then if we use your 17 on your charisma, then that'll get bumped up by 1 to 18. So your charisma will also be 18. And then we have some stats left. Um, So what do you want your next highest stat to be? Uh, You could go strength or constitution. Constitution is good because that'll be... Oh, man. Are we picking that up? Uh, Constitution is going to be your... Your uh, your hit points. So um, yeah, someone's buzzing yeah, I'll, I'll, my door down.
1: But uh, do you, do you have to go, to go get. No, that?
0: I don't. It's just annoying if it comes up on the podcast, and it's annoying if it doesn't because I'm just talking about it. But you know, that that, that's just that
1: might be that that might be your delivery from Magic Spoon.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope they it's, bring me peanut butter.
1: It's the Monsanto of cereal delivery systems. Magic uh, Spoon. We'll see you in court. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> uh, constitution. Yeah, let, let, let's, 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 let's pump up the Constitution up strong. So
0: that's going to be a 17 if you want your highest score put into Constitution. Is that cool?
1: Sure. Okay. And we have strength, intelligence, and wisdom left.
0: Yep, and then we got 11, 14, and 14. So maybe a way to think about it is what do you want your lowest trait to be? And we could give that an 11.
1: I think wisdom can be my lowest trait because I'm, I'm more of a of a, a kitty cat of action and impulse.
0: Right. Okay. So then we'll put 14 in your strength and 14 in your intelligence. I think this is actually kind of close to how Bone Weevil stats came out. Um,
1: it feels. It, it feels good. It feels real good.
0: Yeah. Um, also, okay. I,
1: would, I would like a, uh, I would like a 20 uh, in curiosity.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. What about? Because that uh, kills the cat. What do you want to? Okay, so now we have uh,
1: intelligence. Intelligence. We have what? Another fourteen or eleven? Fourteen no.
0: intelligence. Wisdom.
1: So, we did. Yeah. 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 Fourteen intelligence and fourteen wisdom. Strength.
0: Strength. Your wisdom is eleven.
1: Oh so right, yeah, fourteen just, strength.
0: I can just run down these one more time. So now you're you're after your uh, racial modifiers, which are considered problematic these days. Uh, so in the next edition of D anD, d you might not have <laughs> racial modifiers. So. Um, but your strength is fourteen, your dexterity is eighteen, your constitution is seventeen, your intelligence is fourteen, your wisdom is eleven, and your charisma is eighteen. Good
1: that sounds stuff. fantastic. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, and do do do, do, do
1: I do I, I get are there are there feats or other things like that?
0: I don't think you get a. Feat like, do, do, off do I start your off? Um, I think you get those at like level what, what, five. What
1: is my natural? What's mm-hmm. my natural nat, like my my built in tabaxi or swashbuckling skills. Do I have like a sneak attack or?
0: As a tabaxi you get dark vision you get feline agility which means uh, feline agility says when you move on your turn in combat you can double your speed until the end of turn but once you use this trait you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turn so you can move double speed but then you gotta not move before you can move double speed again if that makes sense. So you're good at like making quick bursts of movement you also cool. get cat's claws, um, which gives you a 1d4 plus strength yeah. modifier, which is so that's going to be 1d4 plus two uh, slashing damage from your natural claws. That's
1: fun. Um, would that would that be would that be similar to 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 like what would Bone Evil had for his bite attack? Yeah, is, I can't remember if he had a d6,
0: but yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Um, and then you get cat's gotcha. talent, which gives you proficiency and, and in perception and stealth. Go ahead.
1: And also because the claw, because of the claws, I'm really good at climbing, right? Like I'm I'm, I'm a fast climber, right?
0: I'm not seeing it. That's one that. thing
1: I read about tabaxes.
0: We'll have to look well, that up. It's, that's, um, it's a thing. I believe it. Actually, I don't, but we'll I don't figure know. it out. What sort of?
1: Yeah, it,
0: well, if if that's a thing that you have, then it will be a thing that you have.
1: Oh, right. Ke- Kevin just added cat's claws. Because of your claws, you have climbing speed of twenty feet. That's not what this
0: is saying. Oh, it does say that. I'm stupid. You're right. My bad. Thank you, I, Kevin. I hereby reneged my position <laughs> as DM. I think we can let Kevin be the DM. I I can't believe I fucked up this bad. I it's time for me to sit back and do some listening. Uh <laughs> So one of the big things we got to tackle next is uh, your personality stuff, which is ideals, bonds and flaws. This is a new system in D&D 5E that kind of gives your character some directions um, direction so let me just read this off real quick and hopefully it's fun for me to just read from the, the dungeon master's guide or the player's handbook. Um, ideals describe one ideal that drives your character your ideals are the things that you believe in most strongly the fundamental moral and ethical princil- principles that compel you to act as you do ideals encompass everything from your life goals to your core belief system they might answer the questions what are the principles you'd never betray what prompts what would prompt you to make cr- sacrifices what drives you to act and guides your goals and ambitions what is the single most important thing you strive for. You can choose any ideals, but your alignment's a good place to start. Your uh different backgrounds, which that's another thing we gotta pick. Backgrounds include different ideals, but I think it'll be better if you don't, you know, if we just figure out your ideals and your character um without looking into your background. Well
1: I well, I, I I will I will say this. Uh, one thing with the little bit that I've read about Tabax Season Swashbucklers, one thing that appeals to me is the idea of adventure meaning not not staying in one place too long the the gathering of stories like like the 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 need to constantly find new places new people and and kind of collect legends mm-hmm. and i so i it's also the uh and very close to me uh as as we found out from my from kevin's analysis of my dreams uh the, the kind of the kind of pushing away of people in close relationships and constantly wanting to be a little bit of a solitary figure constantly on the move on the run. Right. Does that that help?
0: Yeah. So if we could cut that into, you know, like uh, the Sam Christensen course, Sam Christensen course had like these kind of like log lines or whatever for like your, your, your essence. We're kind of building something Mm -hmm. like that. So like for that, I would think like, um, like, uh, 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 this is going to be legendary or this is going to make an incredible story or like, maybe like, hold on a second. I'm about to make history or something, you know, like something like that. Do you have anything like that that you can kind well, of well, encompass well, it into a splashy well, kind of thing?
1: One, one of my seven, uh, Sam Christensen essences is one of my favorites is why is a guy on a ship of fools? And as a <laughs> swashbuckler, I, 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 like that idea. The, the, the idea that you're constantly surrounded by morons uh and but uh, there's also a kind of a wisecracking levity to it all that you're, yeah. you're you're on a ship of fools but you but you're you're kind of the captain of that ship
0: yeah i think that's good for your so, personality traits and i'm writing that down but for your ideal i don't know if that works for your ideal because that's more of your personality you know but i'm writing it down for sure
2: mm-hmm. and
0: an and,
1: and ideal meaning like what what, what am i after
0: What are you driven by? So you said you kind of like if you wanted to be driven by like making history, kind of like becoming a legend, kind of creating stories, you know, like what what kind of idealistic statement? What What, kind of like I want to become a constellation or something?
1: I, I, I don't want to create the story. I don't want to just document stories. I want to be somebody that whenever you heard a great story, I was there. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'm involved. I'm, I'm always at in the action when something h- historically, or maybe not even historically, just a, there's a, you've heard that story where that crazy thing happened. My character mm. was there, right. So it's kind of um, it's that uh, roguish, adventurish, adventurous made mm. up a word, <laughs> like. Like, er- Errol, let's, let's think of swashbucklers here. Errol Flynn, who played, you know, a lot, a lot of great swashbuckling characters in film. Uh, in real life, he was a mess. He was an alcoholic. He destroyed every relationship he ever had. And uh, somebody, I, th- I think it's his quote, somebody uh, asked him, like, what he was good at. And he said, uh, if I have any genius, it is a genius for living. And so I think mm-hmm. it's, like, living for the sake of living. Uh, mm-hmm. being being in the story, being being there when the shit went down, mm-hmm. and also be, as a rogue and a swashbuckler, also being able to bail the moment it gets a little too frisky.
0: <laughs> OK, so uh, my,
1: my cat character is also brought to you by frisky's uh c- cat treats Frisky's cat treats. We'll see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does does that does that help you out, Spencer? Or do you need it's more It's all helpful.
0: I'm just trying to think of like if that were like the logline on on a movie poster. You know what would that be? It would right. be all like the the man of legend, the international, like the, the okay, like uh that epic story that was me or something. You okay, know, how, like I don't know.
1: How, how how about this? If it's a logline in, a, in a, on a on a movie poster, he only wanted to be left alone, and yet he was constantly in the middle of it. Uh, as a, my, my joke about myself is everybody can I have everyone's attention please leave me alone <laughs> um, I, I all he ever wanted or I haven't even decided if my character is male or female or, or non-binary we'll, we'll get we to, that. to fix that Yeah. Um, the, the the idea being that I, I like to be alone but around people which inevitably draws you in to conflict and to action and to excitement. Does that make any yeah.
0: sense? Yeah. So what I'm writing here is all he ever wanted to, was to be left alone. Yet he was always in the middle of it all, which is kind of clunky, but it that's, that's me. That's not on you. I just can't, but I think that encompasses yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you,
1: I, I, mean can I, I, I love, here. I love being alone around people and I'd rather be in like for my D and D character I would rather thrust myself into the middle of a melee or the middle of a crisis than be uh, doing nothing. I, I I, it's, is that kind of like a chaotic neutral thing where like, I, I, I just, I kind of enjoy chaos, but under my own terms.
0: Yeah. It could be chaotic neutral or chaotic good. Like if you feel compelled to action, like if someone's getting bullied or something, that might be more chaotic good than chaotic neutral. Yeah. You know, you it, know.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, actually, I, I will take chaotic good. I, I want to be somebody who, whether I like it or not, I'm probably going to be the guy that tries to help yeah. as opposed to like not help.
0: Okay, cool. So let's move on to Bonds then. I think this is really good, and especially if we can remember this going forward. Um, But yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, Bonds represent your character's connections to people, places, and events in the world. They tie you to things from your background. They might inspire you to heights of heroism. Bonds answer the questions, who do you care most about? What place do you feel a special connection to you? What's your most treasured possessions? They might be related to your class, you know, like being a rogue or being kind of like this buccaneer kind of character. They might relate to your race or they might uh, relate to some aspect of your history or personality so a bond might be like oh i swore a debt to this knight who trained me or it might be oh i i i i need the sea like like i i need to live on the sea i have an urge the, the ocean calls me you know like th- these are kind of bonds and we want to choose uh one bond to start out with and we might get more as we go on
1: um th- there's a character from um from a spanish writer that i'm i'm, b- I'm kind of going to base my character's Alignment 2. And it's mm-hmm. from a, 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 ser- a series of books by um, Ar- Ar- Arturo Perez Reverte. And there is a series of books called uh, the, the Captain Alatriste, the, these books. One of the characters in the book, his name is Francisco de Quevedo.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he is a swordsman, but he's also a poet. And he cares about two, well, three things. Um, drinking, great Spanish wine, and poetry. Because everything is, there has to be irony in everything. Because as a poet, he sees the irony in everything, that everything is just stupid or crazy or makes sense in its own weird, illogical way. And the other thing is, when, it, when everything falls apart, one of his quotes is, there is nothing for it but to fight. And so he will drunkenly get up and pull his sword out and just start defending whoever his friends are at the time. So bonds are certainly whoever my closest friends are at the time, but also there has to be a bond to witticism, to irony. The idea that the whole point of it all is that we document the, the stupidity of it all, the craziness of it all. Mm-hmm. Does that help you? Um,
0: yeah, sorry, I'm just typing. Kevin, stretch, feel for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kevin, have you, have you ever ever heard of these books I'm talking about?
2: uh vaguely vaguely
1: they're very good i i think i've read six of them there's a seventh one that i think is only in spanish i don't think they ever did an english translation of it called um uh, the assassin's bridge El Punto de, de los Assassinos. that's the only one i have not read it's basically cling clang daring do swashbuckling stuff all set in like like i think 16th century spain and it's, uh, it's basically the, the Wild West, but instead of guns, they all had swords. And so if, if, when you're a soldier and there's no war going on, you're hired for your steel. And so there, there's this code of honor ab- ab- among a bunch of pretty dishonorable people. But Captain Alatriste, uh, he doesn't know why he, he does it, but he always does the right thing, even though that usually gets him into trouble. And his friend, Francisco de Quevedo, is a drunk poet who will pull his sword out and defend his friend, even if his friend was being an asshole. It's, it's like friendship, like loyalty first. It's like all my friends from East L.A. when I was going to high school, like, like fucking like, even like, dude, you're being a dick, homie, but I'm fucking still gonna back you up. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's great. So um, I wrote, for your bonds, I wrote, there's nothing f- for it but to fight, like which is, you're, you know, you're driven to act. And then I put again in your personality traits, there's nothing for it, or uh, the whole point is to witness the cosmic irony because that seemed like something you were drawn to, too. Absolutely. Um, yeah,
1: because the, the, the whole point is, like, collecting stories, but you can't collect a story if you run away from them. You do kind of eventually have to dive in and be in the mix, whether that means getting hurt or not. Yeah,
0: I think that's a cool character. And then so now we got to focus on your flaws. So, you know, like you you know about Hollywood, a flaw is like it's it's what <laughs> it's the screw that a villain's going to turn on on the protagonist. You know, it's it's the one thing that like gets him to fail it's the the one thing that he like ends up trying to like learn from or you know it's it's the achilles heel or something you know um it can often be driven by your strength you know so if it's like sometimes if you're yep. you're driven to fight it might be like you're always in over your head because like you can't help but but you know if it were different that would almost also be good too
1: <clears throat> my main flaw is that I, my dick and balls keep falling off and i have to put them in my pocket. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I I think yeah, let's make my character the flaw is um like what un, would send un, you un, into a
0: suicidal situation, you know? Like that would well, uh, certainly for, kill you, for, but you have
1: to. For me for it. Well, it's I mean, I, my my first answer is vanity that I would do anything sure. to protect my va- my vanity. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Because yeah. uh I'm going to care too much about the quality of my clothing and the appearance that I cut and how successful I am with whatever sex I'm trying to appeal to. Um, There's going to be a sexual uh, aesthetic vanity that probably leads me to my doom almost every time.
0: Yeah, for sure. So that's good. Now, I think basically the last step is, and we know you want to rape here. Um, So we can we can the the it'll be pretty easy to figure out your uh, equipment and stuff. So the last thing is just your background. So um, let me just read off a couple of the backgrounds is acolyte is like someone who's a church member charlatan is like, you know, a classic kind of street, uh, like a huckster or whatever criminal which is like, you know, you might have actually served time entertainer, uh, which is like a bard would be an entertainer. You're probably going to want sailor, though. I'd got to imagine sailor is a background type. Oh, certainly. Fits, yeah.
1: S- 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 sailor all the way. And if I can also rip off another character from another series of books, uh, the Master and Commander books, um, An, Maturin, I forget his name. He's the doctor on board a ship. And he, like... the I would be a sailor, but kind of be on board the ship as kind of the companion and best friend of the captain only because of my storytelling. Like right. I was there as the poet. And so there were songs and there's poetry. And uh, also I'm there because I'm a good drinking buddy. And also I will. I'm the first one in the fight, even so though what- I'm probably not the best fighter.
0: Would you have had a formal position on the ship? Like, were you, you know, one of these rope guys who ties the rope? I mean, you know, you know more about ships than me. And what kind now, of ship do you think you would have um, been on?
1: Uh, I would been. I've been on it, like you know, like an old. Obviously, I don't know what era we're set in, but like you know, like a big sail ship, uh, ship of the line, uh, and. On board ships that were going to war, so okay. uh, a man yeah, of warship.
0: war ship yeah okay
1: and Love i'm it. there I, I i'm and and my reason for being there is that because i'm smart, I kind of could be a doctor, I kind of could be helpful, but also I'm kind of a ship historian, but mm-hmm. also i I'm just there because I don't like being home, I probably am running away from something, and i'm there to uh to uh, you know, go defend the king's army, or, or whatever the whatever the fight of the day was. Simply to just kind of be uh, escaping home life.
0: So you weren't like you're not like a first mate or something. You might not have a formal position, but you were probably helping out in a lot of now, different regards, and you're probably a useful guy. Yeah, like
1: the the, 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 useful in certain ways, but not as a as an actual. I mean, yeah, I, I certainly know my ropes. I, I know my way around right. the boat. But I'm mostly there as kind of a ship's poet, historian, and kind of uh, bon ami, like th- there to kind of uh, boost morale.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But also, so, uh, but also, also yeah.
1: I'm known as a, a bit of a buccaneer, and like w- if a fight does happen, I'm crafty, and so I'm useful in battle. Because, mm-hmm. Not because I'm tough, not because I'm strong, mm-hmm. not because I'm a fighter, because I'm, uh, I'm sly.
0: Okay, so now I, I forgot this. We probably should have done this before, but it's good to do now. Um, but now you, the, I think the last thing is we got to pick your skill proficiencies. So already as a result of being a sailor and a tabaxi, you have athletics, nature, perception, and stealth. Um, but then we got to get what's, what's a rogue's proficiency. So then you can choose four more that are acrobatics, Deception, insight, intimidation, investigation, uh, performance, persuasions, and sleight of hand.
1: Acrobatics for sure. Okay. Cause I I I am picturing myself being being very handy running around the the ropes and the uh and the clue lines and the and the fiddle beaks and the and the What's snipper a line? A, a clue snipper line's snipper. a line. <laughs> <laughs> uh so acrobatics definitely. Um what else was there? Um
0: so deception which is lying, insight which is trying to tell if someone else is lying, intimidation, you know, obvious, investigation, um performance, persuasion. Meaningful. What's performance, performance is it it depends on what kind of performance you want, but it's generally like uh you know a, a display of charisma and panache, like if you were singing a sea shanty or something that might um that might be yeah. under performance.
1: Let's let's take performance for sure.
0: Okay, performance. So then again, we got deception, insight, intimidation, investigation, uh, persuasion, and sleight of hand.
1: Sleight of hand and persuasion.
0: All right. I'm loving it. Loving this. Um, Okay, great. So (laughs) Monsanto,
1: I'm loving it. (laughs) I'm loving it. And by it, great phrase. And by it, I mean seeing you in court.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, that, so that, 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 does that, it.
1: that happens, that happens podcast. We'll see us in court.
0: <laughs> so I think we're, you know, we finished the character. I'll fill in the extraneous details and send you the sheet. Um, but that's, that's about it. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty low on time, but we'd be remiss if we didn't hit our, our long running. Um segment Spencer's News Corner, right? You know, we gotta do Spencer's news
1: corner. Spencer's news corner.
0: All right. Today we got some breaking news for you. The Nazis are at it again. So stay 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 frosty.
1: Stay frosty.
0: It's important like when the news tells you to stay frosty, like you know some shit's gonna go. Stay
1: frosty. Yes. <laughs> yes. If, if, Walter, if Walter Cronkite during the Cold War said, stay frosty, you'd know that some like, fucking oh no. shit was going down. Uh, yeah. the, uh, this segment brought to you by the Proud Boys, not just a gay bar anymore. The Proud Boys. We'll now I'm going to die. We'll, we'll see me in a cemetery. <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh, any any last any last words before the proud boys' murder?
1: I I, I don't think sh- should I name my character now, or should we, I, how about this? I'm going to wait until you send me the whole the, the full character mm-hmm. sheet with all the flim flam on it, with the snippy snaps and the uh, and the fiddlebeaks, and then I'm going to name my character, or maybe I'll go on Twitter and have people uh, suggest names for me.
0: Sure, I like that. I like both of those. And we, you know, if you hate all the names. Then yeah, you can make your own or whatever. But yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so should we do you got any plugs to plug? Uh this is probably coming out after right. the Harmontown special.
1: Yeah, if you haven't already seen it, the Harmontown uh reunion is gonna be on house seats.live and you can see that a week after we drop it, which is gonna, <sighs> gonna be on February twenty first, right? Yeah, I believe. And uh, you can also, if if you want to support my storytelling uh, endeavor to write a book, you can go to my Patreon. Uh, It's Jeff B. Davis. It's it's called Storytime with Jeff B. Davis uh, on my Patreon. You can find that in my links uh, on Twitter and uh, Instagram and all that jazz. Spencer, uh, what, what do you got?
0: Yeah, so I I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash TheSixler. Watch me play Mega Man games and Minecraft. I just started up some Minecraft, so people are loving that. But I love streaming. I stream a lot, but I don't have a regular schedule other than Saturday. But I try to stream like every evening, basically, if I can and my body isn't falling apart. I also uh, just put out a a, 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 a module, a D&D module. So if you like my D&D, you might like my D&D modules. Go to thesixler.itch.io where you can get my new module. It's called the jungle of wayward wilds. It's a romp through a jungle, a magical jungle beset with uh, magical monsters. It's got like video game tropes. It kind of borrows from Zelda. Um, it's got an enemy that comes from Tekken, the fighting game. Um, so, you know, some, some nice. video game tropes, but I've played tested a few times. Everyone seems to really like it. I, <laughs> why would they lie? They're not trying to spare my feelings. Um, but I, I, I think that people would really dig it. If you DM, if you know a DM, you know, pass that on. And then also I already made Color of Chaos, um, which is another module, but that's on itch.io as well. So yeah, that's an older one that uh, it's about investigating a manor that's uh, bes- like uh, besieged by. Creatures that seem to be made of drawings like crayon drawn creatures are marauding the manor and you got to find the mystery out. Um, Fun stuff. Both those modules. I think people are really going to like and coming soon. I'm going to start a, I'm going to start a a Patreon. It's a, it's a rival Patreon to Jeff to to show him who's boss. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. We're going to, we're going to try to raise Jeff
1: Spencer. I will see you in court.
0: <laughs> oh man, what just happened?
1: Uh, l- let's say goodbye. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, watching this happen because now that has happened.
0: Whoa! <laughs> and that's, that's that's now it's over.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Good night. Uh, dr- drive slow and be careful. <laughs>